and welcome to Farm Chatter. We're your hosts, Julia Miller and Donna Kuntz. This podcast follows the efforts of two women and their cats as we reinvent, rediscover, and create our modern homestead. We'll share our tips, tricks, successes, and fails. Keep coming back. It's going to get interesting. Hello, welcome back to Farm Chatter, the official podcast of Five Feline Farm. As we were sitting and talking about um, our podcast episode and what we are planning to discuss today, everything came back to the garden. It did, and this is, uh, actually we're a little bit maybe past peak for summer crops, Um, but we have lots and lots and lots of heirloom tomatoes. Which I love. Yes. Oh my goodness, I am making every tomato um, dish I can think of to eat fresh, plus I'm preserving like crazy. Yeah, because we know that they have, they really have a pretty short lifespan, and um, you know, I started these plants back in January, I've known them since they were a seed, and now they are really really producing for us all of them Um, this week we'll probably have a good size load of paste tomatoes and um, but the the heirlooms are beautiful Um, you know they're we're starting to get the ones that will be at the top of the plant now those will be smaller so you know things are changing in the garden so um this is the time to enjoy heirloom tomatoes because they they probably have maybe six more weeks or so. Um, hopefully, we're going to try. So through and, basically the end of September. Yeah, I mean, so we can usually have tomatoes later than that, but, you know, they do start to get smaller and fewer. And, um, you know, it's just the way it works. And then as the temperatures get cooler right now it's sure not cool um and the days get shorter there will not be as much uh tomato production so so you said something about tomatoes at the top of the plant you have some pretty tall tomato (laughs) plants out there i do um and i know we've talked about before the difference between determinate and indeterminate Uh tomato plants so would these be the indeterminate plants that are growing like that? Yes, because they are continuing to grow. The plant continues to grow and they continue to uh, produce more blooms, which will mean more fruit. But um, in general, as they get higher up and the plant gets older and we get a shorter uh, day season, daytime, um, they will get smaller. When we have a frost warning, we know that we can't cover everything that we have because we have I I have pulled some of the plants not really very many yet but um, some of them that just you know didn't look very good weren't good producers or you know were kind of in the way of a plant that was doing well they got pulled I know that seems mean but I did take the tomatoes off of them before so we will eat those as green tomatoes, which is perfectly good, too. Ooh, I need to make some fried green tomatoes. Yes. That's exciting. Um, I've been using up all of those tomatoes that don't sell at the 
mercantile on Friday and Saturday or that you don't need for the garden bags. And I've been using every random tomato I can, mostly in sauce right now. That's the primary thing I'm making to preserve. We eat a lot of pasta and a lot of pizza through the winter. I've made some bags of um, all red tomatoes, some bags of all yellow. That makes a perfectly fine sauce. Mm -hmm. And today I just mix them all together. And the house smells amazing. Oh, it does. When you're making the sauce. And there's been a couple times that this week that you have been making sauce. And it's like, we have to have some of that. Right. So we did. Indeed, we did. And that's something as I was working on that this morning and thinking about, I've had a lot of conversations over the past couple of weeks with people about how I do tomato sauce and how I preserve that for winter use. And I thought... I'm going to set up the video camera. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably be doing it again tomorrow. And I'm going to set up the video camera and put together just kind of a short little instructional course on how I process tomatoes. And I think that's one of the the areas that we really are going to expand in some mini courses and um, some information that people ask us all the time. In fact, we've had people specifically say, I would like to take a course on. And so it's like, okay, we could totally do that. And it won't be like our regular garden course that's, you know, a longer course. And um, this will be short. It'll be a short, quick course. And uh, hopefully we can share some of the information that that we know and um, help other people out. That's right. So if any of you listening have uh, questions or topics that you would like to see us cover in those very short courses, so shoot us a message through social media or email or any other way you can get a hold of us. And we'll see what we can do to share the way that we do things and our systems that we've developed over years of um, gardening and cooking Making mistakes. Making mistakes. (laughs) And we've figured out what works for us. And we are going to really start sharing that in a focused um, and meaningful way. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe we may look at some of the business part. Um, Some of the successes that we have found in business. And some of the things that we have tried in business and think, "Mm, maybe those weren't the best idea. And again, people that are starting new businesses... I think that'll be really helpful information. I would have liked that. Oh, absolutely. And that's something that we talk about on a frequent basis regarding our business, looking at areas that we can improve, tweak, things that maybe looked like a good idea and didn't pan out to really work in our favor. We'll cut those things out. So yeah, we're we're doing that and, and really want to share what we've learned. Yeah, I think that um, we have some clear direction again about, I don't know, maybe the first of the year or so, we're going to start exploring some other areas and maybe some of the things we've been doing, we won't do anymore. But that's what keeps our business fresh, that keeps us fresh and interested in it. And um, I'm excited about some of the ideas that we've talked about. I am too. And one of the things that we talked about that we really love 
is talking to people who come to the mercantile. I love it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Our business has picked up where Friday <laughs> and Saturday afternoon are just nonstop. It's people great. coming and visiting and shopping and we love that. That is so much fun. Every week, someone new that we have not met before um, comes to the mercantile. And we also have our regular customer base that keep returning. Yes. And that that is one of the payoffs. And uh, one of the things that really keeps me encouraged this time of the year because you know, this time of the year, we're getting a little bit tired. Um, we work really hard to to create a nice environment and to create product for um, our fans. And uh, so to get the folks out here and talking to them, and I don't know, we solve all kinds of problems. <laughs> we do. And one of the neat things i not, think not literally i mean in talking to oh. people we are uh yeah we don't really solve a lot of problems but you know we solve all the world problems well right there's that yes farm yes that's that's really what i meant so but we also solve other problems though real problems as people um, come to the mercantile they walk past the garden yes and past the corn crib and people look at the garden and they ask questions and now that we're converting everything to raised beds people are very interested in that process and how you're going to grow the same amount or more in these what appears to be smaller planting areas so that's one of the questions that we'll be answering Yes, it is. And, um, you know, I've had conversation this week with some of our customers that notice the new beds and notice that there's things coming up in those beds already. And so we talked about, you know, the cool weather crops. I talked, you know, I like to talk, especially about gardening, but talked about the cool weather crops and how we will cover those this week. We already, um, I started putting shade cloths on this week because uh, we have beets and spinach and all kinds of turnips, cool things, cool weather crops. And it's supposed to be in the 90s, so I know those little seedlings are not going to like that much. That's not cool weather. No, that is not, but we have a plan. The new beds now have some shade on them so that they will be able to survive the 90-degree weather, and it's really dry right now. And so, you know, I am watering them, but uh, I think those little seedlings will appreciate that. And then when it starts to get cool, probably at the end of September, then we can convert that to plastic and keep them a little warmer. So um, my, my goal is to have some fresh greens and all those beautiful cool weather crops that people love. Um, I would love to be able to have them through the end of the year. I don't know if we'll be able to do that. We do that for us. Um, actually, we can extend lettuce and stuff for us later than that. But uh, that's my goal. And I think that is so cool. And that's one of the advantages to the raised beds. And it gives us the opportunity to cover things in a way that we can't really do when they're just out in a straight garden bed. Right, right. 
So that's exciting and something that we are moving toward and we're going to continue to share our progress with that, with all of you. Um, as we record this, it is the 22nd of August. We will be uh, linking to, we talked about previously, the Well-Seasoned Librarian podcast where we were guests and that should be coming out on August 23rd. We'll be linking to that on all of our social media and our email feed. Um, we will be open again on the 27th and 28th in the afternoon here at the farm. Then we'll be closed. Yes, um, for the first time, I think maybe ever, we are taking Labor Day off. Right, for us, Labor Day has always been labor. <laughs> a project. Building a project. Yeah. But this time I'm we're not just, saying it won't be, but... I, I'm hoping we'll just spend some time resting. <laughs> okay. That's my goal. That's what we're going to try to do. Right. But, you know, we'll have a project. I'm sure we will. So we're going to do that, and then we'll be back with Quicksilver Karaoke on September 11th yes, in the afternoon. That's going to be a great time. And the Mercantile will be open We'll have baked goods that you can order ahead and all kinds of produce and balms and soaps and other just great products available in the mercantile. Yes. And um, so then on October 9th, we will have our fall festival and we have other vendors that are going to be here. We'll have some demonstrations. Uh, chair caning and spinning and just that is always a fun day and we look forward to that and we have a lot to do before that so we do so we probably better get to it yeah so I guess we maybe we better like stop this for now. wrap this up uh, okay let's do that so until next time see ya see ya thank you for tuning in to this episode of farm chatter the official podcast of Five Feline Farm. We hope you enjoyed our show. To find out more about our farm products, check out our online store at fivefelinefarm.com slash mercantile. For even more Five Feline Farm goodness, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and our blog at fivefelinefarm.com. Until next time. <laughs>